0: Hello and welcome. My name is Angie Norris of Advanced Online Marketer. Welcome to episode 21 of my podcast series titled Ordinary to Extraordinary Business. This episode is titled Passion Pursuit Number 4, Productize Your Passion. If you missed the first three episodes from this series called Pursuing Your Passion, where I cover how you go about finding, monetizing, and scaling your passion, as well as living your passion with intention, be sure to go back and listen. Today I'll be talking about productizing your passion. As I mentioned earlier in the last episode, selling products is a great way to monetize a blog, but you can also create and sell your own products without having a blog. Ideally you should have some access to an interested audience of people to buy your products, but even if you don't, you can still benefit by creating one. Now that you've done some research into your topic of interest and you know that you're not alone, you can be rest assured that there are customers for your products. Ebooks are a great way to share your knowledge about a topic easily and independently. Typically, ebooks aren't expected to be hundreds of pages long, which can make them easier to write than a novel. The length isn't as important as the quality of information, but it should be more than just a few pages to make sure the buyers of it feel they've gotten their money's worth. As you know, many people purchase and read ebooks, like you've probably done in the past, on their computers, smartphones, tablets, or on a regular basis. The key is to ensure that the information being provided is valuable. Even if you're writing on a topic that you're very knowledgeable about, do some research to make the book the best it can be. Video courses. If you prefer talking to writing, a video course is another way to monetize your passion. All you need to do is have a camera that can shoot video, a tripod, and an easy video editing program. Most computers, both Mac and PC, usually come with some basic video editing programs. Macs come with iMovie, and PCs usually come with Windows Movie Maker. However, if your computer doesn't have either, you can always download Camtasia that works on both operating systems. You can download a trial to practice and then upgrade later. Once you have the technical skills, you're ready to record, but now you need a plan for your course. Number one, determine the goal of your course or your desired outcome. It helps to know the end result of the course so you can look and work backwards. Number two, write out the steps required to meet your desired outcome. Make sure you write it in the correct order as if you're going to tell someone how to do it in writing. Number three, decide how many videos you want to be in your course. Try to keep the course nice and tight, but don't cram too much into one video. Ideally, an online video should be no more than eight minutes long. Number four, create a plan for what you will cover in each video. You can write a script if you want, especially if you're just starting out. But if you can go unscripted and follow your plan, you will sound more natural in your videos. Give yourself an outline to make sure you touch on all of the steps. Now that you have everything you need, it's time to record your videos. Make sure you do it in a quiet room with good lighting. Be clear, but concise in your instructions. Practice a little if necessary. It might be odd to see yourself on camera if it is your first time, so do a test run and then get used to it. The next is a webinar course. If you don't have a video camera or don't want to be on camera, you can do a webinar course that doesn't require that you are on camera in person. You will need to provide your voice and expertise, and that's it. The steps to creating a webinar course are similar to creating a video course. Number one, determine the goal of your course or your desired outcome. Write out the steps required to meet your desired outcome. Make sure you write it out in the correct order as if you're going to tell someone how to do it in writing. And number three, decide how many modules you want in your course. Try to keep it nice and tight and don't cram too much information into one module. Number four, create a presentation in PowerPoint or a similar program. This will be your plan, but also provide visual materials for the people who are participating in your webinar. If they can't see your lovely face, they should have a cool presentation to look at. Once you have these pieces organized, use a program like WebEx, AnyMeeting, or Zoom, which can have a monthly cost. Most have free options, which have limitations, may work when you're just starting out. If you're unsure how your product should look, do a web search for others that are similar to what you'd like to create. The web is a great repository of products that have been created already, and can be used to provide an example of the work you can use. Ideally, you would have a website or blog where you can market your products, but that is not necessary, today especially with Facebook, Instagram, and other ways to get the message out there. There are online marketplaces like ClickBank and Pay.com where individuals can sell information products that they create. There are pros and cons to all marketplaces, so do your research and make sure you read the fine print carefully. Many people don't pay as much attention to the terms listed on most websites, but if you're selling your products, it's important that you do. You want to make sure that you understand and truly agree to those terms before you click to create an account and start selling your products. I hope you are enjoying your episodes from the Ordinary to Extraordinary Business Podcast. If you are ready to escape the ordinary, please continue to listen.